0: We will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. He is mad. He is crazy. Some say he never had any marbles at birth, or maybe he's onto something. It's the query Cast with Larry Quirirai. It's not fearless, just real talk. And now, here's your host. Hi, uh, hi, hey, hey, and welcome to this week's episode of the Criticast. The name is Larry, and it's such a pleasure to be back. It's uh, been so intermittent. Uh, it's just, yeah, you, you're going to find out about it in part two when I talk about the economy. And in part three when I talk about uh, how to slide into a girl's DMs without being creepy. Yeah, that's what's up on this week's uh, episode of the Criticast. But uh, just to go through some of the news this week, of course, sport took centre stage, particularly the Warriors. The Warriors going out to DRC, chalking up a 2-1 win, thanks to knowledge, Muzona, uh, having scored the second goal. And the heroics by the keeper as well. And then coming back to Harari and uh, drawing 1-1, although it should have been 2-1 to the Warriors, because, well, Noxman right uh, yes, scored, uh, but that was chalked off because it was wrongly called offside and also missed the services of Captain Knowledge Musonah, who had been, well, given a second yellow, which is fair. I mean, the referee from the first match was pretty good, so I don't think anyone's complaining too much about that referee. Uh, they're also going to talk about, uh, well, I really talked about it, and talking about Zimbabwe cricket, uh, who, well, lost all their matches in South Africa, though I did see improvements. And those improvements have resulted in three Zimbabwean players, Brendan Mavuta, um, Sean Williams and Sekanda Raza getting contracts for the new Zansi Super League T20. So they're going to be playing in the Zim Super League T20, an excuse to follow that league. And then uh, also the Zimbabwe rugby sevens team that was crowned the champions of Africa this weekend after out in Tunisia after beating Kenya in the final, I think, what is the scoreline? Do I remember? I think it was 19-5 or something. It was 19-5. I think that was the scoreline. 17-5 or 19-5. 17-5, probably. And what had been impressive, yeah, it is 17-5. What had been impressive is the was the semi-final when Zimbabwe came down from 19-0 uh, to win that match 24-19 in extra time. So. Yeah, so excited. When Zimbabwe does very well in sport. Away from sport, did you see that thing about that guy called Ramini at Sankai? Now, Sankai is a club in Harare that is owned by genius. Uh, uh, Jinimbi, as they call him. And essentially... What happened is that this guy's had about $87,000 worth of alcohol. It's not one sitting, but it's over four different sittings. And he was fraudulent, he was sitting, sending fraudulent uh, claims that he had paid. And one day, has just went and checked with the bank to see what was up and found out that the money wasn't paid. Uh, apparently, this guy is also involved in some other fraud. So he's been called a con man. Uh, He's 23 years old, I behave, man. Also, what can we talk about? The snake pasta in South Africa is up to it again. At this time, uh, what's his name? Penwell Nguni, who is, remember he's the one who used to make people eat snakes? Remember him? Well, he's getting people to eat dogs, okay? To eat dogs in order to be cured of cancer and HIV. Look. it's easy to be mad at the pastor okay it's easy to start saying oh terrible person but at some point the statute of limitation the ownership of you know whatever you're supposed to do has to lie with the person who decides to go to those churches and listens to that weird stuff and decides it's fact. At some point, you have to take responsibility, and I think sometimes we, we give people a lot of free passes, and as far as this is concerned. Also happening, um, the Zoom Passport is ranked number 77 in the world. Did you hear about that? Yes, yeah, ranked number 77 in the world, and allows you access to 64 countries without visa. So that's pretty exciting. And then finally, the weird thing that happened on social media this uh, past couple of days, days, past week, is the fight between uh, the Deputy Minister of Information, Broadcasting, Publicity, whatever the Ministry is called, Enerjim and the owner of uh, AMH, this, uh, Trevor Ngube, and they're out there again having Twitter, t- tours, as they call them. I actually think tours used to be for young people. And if you really look at it, young people are actually not fighting on social media as much as they used to it's the older people that are having fights in social media and to be honest no one came out looking fresh there okay both of them were being stupid if you ask me and whatever the reason you know egos need to be settled in private you don't need to tell the whole world it really gets people who are young to lose respect for older people fighting on social media about whatever it is whoever was correct or wasn't correct Having a spat on social media was never the answer. And um, the information minister, Monica Machangua, got the guys to sit down, have a chat, and now they've buried the hatchet. It's Larry, and you listen to the Kudikast. You can listen to the Queenie cast for free on iTunes or Iono FM, and don't forget to subscribe to the Queenie cast with Larry Queen and i It's not fearless, just real talk. So I'm just quick. I'm just going to quickly tell you about this exciting book club we have at Three Mob. Uh, so, because the Three Mob book club, so we've just set up a book club. It's been there for a couple of months. And we have discussions every Wednesday and we have a book of the month and we have hangouts that we have and friend, new friendships have been made. And I'd encourage you to go to www.3-mob.com forward slash book club. Book club is just one word. So 3-mob.com forward slash book club and join the book club some exciting things lined up for the rest of the year including a book drive which i'll be telling you about in the next episode of the credit card so yeah welcome to the credit once again and uh, well you know i have to talk about the economy there's just so many things that's happened uh the finance minister woke up one day and decided there's a new tax two percent and everybody was like oh no oh no didn't i don't know maybe the government kidnapped the people in industry and commerce's babies all of them and then suddenly they're like oh no actually let's do it it was so weird the about turn was so weird (laughs) it was one of the weirdest things but anyway um after that the foreign currency shortages the rate went up to 700 uh percent or one is to seven and suddenly overnight it just dropped. Now some people say this is because the government was the major buyer and it just stopped buying. And then some other people say some uh, big mogul who had been dumping money onto into, onto the streets was suddenly caught. So they got uh, the caught feelings or got, got got cold feet. Who knows? What we know is the president has said that uh, these parallel markets, the black market, is now declassified as a security threat. This was in a message you wrote to the nation. If you saw it in this past weekend's uh, Sunday Mail, you, you wrote long and hard to the nation, telling them this is what the plan is, this is what's happening. But meanwhile, what's happening is prices are going up, Mr. President. And that's something we can't get away from. The reality of the situation is the cost of living has gone up. And, you know, I was in a situation where it's funnily enough that the, the cost of, say, um, Orange Crush in across the border is 40 rand, which is just under $3. In Zimbabwe, the same product is $9. So you're sitting there, you're like, this doesn't make sense. And people can argue until the sun comes home and say, hey, there's these RTGS balances, there's domestic debt and all that other stuff. But real people are being affected. And clever arguments are not going to make this go away. Whoever, you know, resulted in that debt needs to explain that debt. And I think this one thing that hasn't happened is no one's explained to us why the debt went from what was 200 million six years ago to 9 billion. Like, what were you buying? You know what I mean? And this is a time when we had diamonds and all those sorts of things happening. So what happened? We need to know what actually happened. And why do we have such a huge domestic debt? Because then we're being asked to pay a debt for things we don't know about. It's like someone goes to to a club, expensive club, and buys the most expensive whiskey or wine or whatever it is. Then you have to come and bail them out. And meanwhile, back at the ranch, you can't afford to buy food at home. But you're being asked to, 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 to carry this debt, right? In the form of taxes, whatever the case may be. So we need to understand what happened. How did we get to $9 billion? This is something that people need to know. I, I, I have so many questions. I mean, businesses are closing at the moment. And while we're saying we're trying to fight for, you know, more investment and so forth, let's try and secure the investment that's there. Let's try and make sure the business that are there become viable, they stay open. Because if it doesn't make sense as it stands. They, they, it's like the Zimbabwe Human Rights Commission came out and says we need more pro-poor policies. Most of the policies are going to make the rich richer. They're they're about the mainstream companies, and punishing you know the informal sector, and and yet the reality of the matter is. You you can't get away from the fact that, we need pro pro poor. Um, policies policies that are target targeted, at cushioning the blow. Against uh, the, the the most vulnerable people in our society. And people, it's not like people want to be money changed. It's not like people want to be sleeping on the streets so that they'll be able to sell their wares tomorrow morning. They'd also like to sleep at home. They'd also like to to travel. They'd also like to have a drink. They'd also like, you know, do something very simple like go to Victoria Falls, and not get asked to pay for everything in U.S. dollars or else. It's four times the price. They'd like to go to a a pharmacy and buy insulin, right? Because they're diabetic. Given that one in ten people in Zimbabwe is diabetic, they'd like to go there and buy insulin. I know somebody said in bond notes, the insulin costs something ridiculous, like uh, $120 or something like that. And this just unsustainable. And the person needs four of those a week. It's, how is that person supposed to survive? And these are real people. It, it's not st- statistics. These are real people. So, I mean, in, while all this talk, talk about the burdens on all of us and restructuring the economy, let's not forget to save lives. That's important. Because without those lives... You can have the healthiest economy. But without healthy people, without people proud to live in that in that space, without people who actually survive, who get food to eat or something like that. We're not gonna get anywhere. <laughs> so yeah we're in the final segment of the credit cast and as always it is the relationship segment and i want to talk about how to slide into her dms without being a creep and it's easy to just fall over into creep okay so, so you've seen someone on social media and you just want to slide into dms i've got five tips and you need to make note of these gents first of all number one i know it's easy to do it but don't comment on a person's appearance don't comment in their looks you know what i mean don't even do it at all the first rule of dming is is don't say or don't talk about what a person looks like the moment you talk about how they look this sends a message that you you're creepy and this is immediate so don't seriously just don't do it just don't pay t- what you got to do is, is now is part two pay attention to detail look at their posts read them um, you know look for commonalities okay and don't stay away from opening lines like hey sexy okay instead Sweep over the person's uh, pictures, a tweet. Uh, Look for things that you have in common, you you know. You have to come across as someone who's genuinely interested in their life. Okay, she posts pictures of her dogs. Okay, Uh, does she seem to do things on the outdoors? And she talks a lot about yoga. Find those threads and start working with those because you have to come across as being patently interested in their life. The third thing is you need to keep it real, okay? Don't look for mass-produced messages. It's easy, you know, to, to just use the kind of messages that somebody else uses. So remember, especially if they're a very attractive person, they they, they receive DMs on the regular. So they wouldn't know when you're sending something that's just run-off-the-mill, uh, you know, that, hey, you're very cute, uh, whatnot whatever it is i'm I'm talking about that but um you know i already say that don't use the opening line of talking about the appearance but you know what i mean it's this sort of line that you say to every cute person that you come across and it gets boring and funny thing is you might even be in a situation where you've dm'd somebody they know and if you just use the same line then you come across as tacky and it's just just weird so just be genuine um, send messages that are tailored for the person you're speaking to. You know, personalized message shows that you respect them and that your interest is actually very real. And if they're into it, you will know. So, look, uh, you, you've would on Instagram. Uh, there's the decline button if exists. Uh, if, if they use that, then you know that they're not down. It, even if you have a chat going with the person, you know, and after some time, they just switch off. Maybe it's on Tinder, or whatever the place may be. Then you know, it's pretty simple. Re- read the words they send into you and respond to them. Now, offer your perspective or a story from your life that is what I'd call, uh, you know, uh, contextually relevant. That's what you want to do. Uh, if they're interested in you, they will respond, and that's 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 all there is to it. And if the if the conversation seems to be lacking. Take a, look, take a look at the responses that you're getting. If the short one-word answers, for example, after you started asking questions, chances are they're just not into it. And finally, taking the DMs into real life. What you gotta do is you gotta listen to your gut. There is no formula around this. See how the conversation goes. And if you're vibing, you can go ahead and ask them out. Uh, I suggest something like, you know, coffee or tea, you know, somewhere where you can just swap stories, a public place, uh, and, you know, or maybe the offer to exchange numbers or Snapchat to start off with, if you want to take the conversation offline, um, show them that, and you know, that maybe you want to introduce them to a different social media profile that, that is not the same one, to show that you're a real person and have interests. But note that if the person isn't interested, don't try to persist too much, just move on. It happens. You know what I mean? It, but if they are, okay, go on the coffee date, right? And and find out what happens next. Yeah? I'm hoping that's uh, that's helped somebody out there. And with that I say thank you very much for joining me on this week's episode of the Credit Cast. And uh, um just before I go, just to remind you that the credit Queer, the cast is available on uh on itunes uh as well as on iono.fm you get that information at the end from bonnie and it is a production of three men on a boat uh publishing uh you can catch me though uh, via email just write to larry at three dash and you can also get me on on my social media platforms on Twitter at Rai with a Y-I. But all the other social media p- platforms, just look for Larry Rai. I'm on a lot of social media p- platforms, so you can get me there. And um, yeah, catch me on ZFM Stereos on Mondays and Wednesday, uh, Wednesdays between 7.30 and 8.30 on the platform. And on Health Matters between 8.30 and 9.00 p.m., that's this on a Tuesday. Yeah, this is about it. Yeah, you know, is there anything else I forgot? Absolutely not. So, I'm going to finish off with the words of Don Draper, if you remember him, from uh, that hit TV series, Mad Men. And he says, people tell you who they are, but we ignore it because we want them to be who we want them to be. It's been Larry. It's been The Criticast. Take care of yourself. <laughs> You can listen to the querycast for free on iTunes or IONO FM. And don't forget to subscribe to the querycast with Larry Queerirai. It's not fearless, just real talk.